Hey, what's up guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. Yo, what's up, all you beautiful people? Welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be a quick hitter. Um, but I read something the other day by Rick Rubin, which really resonated with me. I wanted to share it with you guys here and, and, and share some of my thoughts on it, which was, here's the quote, less is more, but you have to do more to get less. If you guys have been around here, you know that I love this idea of doing less, but better. It's actually one of the guiding principles of my year. Like I love having a motto for the year and less, uh, do less, but better is, is this year's motto for me. And so this, this plays right into this, the idea that less is more, but you have to do more to get less. So it is so interesting because I agree both concepts can live in harmony that we need to do less, but better. But to get to that place where we can do less better, we often have to do more to get less. And the first thought that came to mind was writing. Like my journey as a, as an author, as a writer began when I sat down with the, the parents of this girl that I wanted to marry. And I asked them, Hey, can I marry your daughter? And her mom looked at me and asked the question that really would set the, the trajectory for the next 10 years of my life or like 12 years now as, as it's been of like trying to prove myself and to achieve and, and prove her wrong. Because what she said to me was, well, how are you going to provide for my daughter? And it was a question that like, at the time it hit me so hard because I was a professional rock climber, which just meant that I slept in the dirt and climbed on rocks all the time. I had no money to my name and I really didn't have any marketable skills that I could trade in, in, in you know, and like bring value to the world or make money. And so that question was a, was a hard one because it was on one hand, it was a real, it was a real dick question for her to ask in that moment. But it, and on the other side, it was this acknowledgement that like, I really hadn't been living my life in a way at that point that made me capable of helping anybody in the world beyond myself. And, you know, the idea of getting married and take care of somebody else or being like somebody that they can rely on, you know, that's a good question from, from her mom. And it, the answer to it really did change my life. So thank her for that. Cause I went home and I remember having like this chip on my shoulder and feeling like, I'm going to, I'll show you, I'll show you, I can provide. And so I audited my skill set and I said, what am I good at? What can I make money at? And I was like, well, my dad always said that I was a, a pretty good writer. Uh, when I was young, he would pay me 10 cents a word to write him short stories. And so I never, I never thought writing was going to be uh, a, a meaningful path for me when I was younger. Like I never enjoyed it. I never thought I was particularly good at it either. Like, but my dad just recognized something in me young and he nurtured that. And so at this point in my life, when I was like 26, 27, and I was looking back and saying, well, what, what could I be good at? I took inspiration from his belief in me and he, and I, and I thought, well, he thinks I'm good. Let's, let's do something with that. I must be okay. He wouldn't think that otherwise. Cause he's, he's very frank with what I suck at. And so I went home and I was like, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to write science fiction and fantasy novels. I've been reading a ton of books. I love fantasy and, and, and sci-fi. And I was like, well, Stephen King, he makes a ton of money. And one of the, one of the most memorable gifts that I was ever given was my dad, when I was 16 years old, gave me the book by Stephen King called On Writing. At the time, I did not know how like fortuitous that, that, that would be or like how important that would prove in my life. Cause at the time when I was 16, I was like, that's a weird gift. Like I'm not even a writer. I don't, I don't know what this is about, but whatever. 
10 years later, suddenly I'm le- I'm like falling back on this thing to say, this is, go- this is what I'm going to do. And so I started writing, I started writing 3000 words every single day. And I did that for a couple of years. But the reason I, po- I chose 3000 was because when you've probably heard of like the 10,000 hour rule that Malcolm Gladwell talks about in his book, uh, outliers that it takes about 10,000 hours of focused practice to become a master at a craft. Well, that heuristic doesn't transfer over well to writing because I could spend 10,000 hours and only write 10 words, right? So a more important heuristic in the world of writing is not just how long you've been writing, but like how many words you've produced. And over and over and over, everybody was saying like, you need to write about a million trash garbage words before you get to the words that are worth reading. (laughs) And I was like, well, a million words is a lot of words. The average novel is 60,000 words, which means the to get to a million you're going to need to write like 15 novels right that's a lot of writing and i thought well the only way out is through and so i'm gonna brute force this and i did the math and i was like okay if i write 3,000 words every single day for a year that's about a million words by the end of the year i'll have written about 15 novels and worth of writing and then maybe i'll be ready to start writing something good and that's what I did. Sure enough, one year later, I had my million words out. And uh, about six months later, I had published two novels because, you know, when you're writing 3000 words a day, you're, you're putting out a lot of stuff. And so I fast tracked this, I, this, this skill of getting good. Right. And now I can do less. I can write less and get better results than when I was younger because I've been doing it so much longer. But in the beginning, the only answer was brute force. And in that whole process what's really interesting is when you write the first draft of a novel, it's it's almost always like 30% more words than your ultimate um, published draft is going to be. So for instance, my first book, Time Heist, was like finished, I think it was like 68,000 words. and But the first draft was like 110,000 words. And so good writing is rewriting. And great writing is short writing. And you take that idea into your first draft and you just start cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting. So it goes from being 110,000 down to 70,000, right? That's 40,000 words. That's massive cutting. And this just reminds me of Rick Rubin, less is more, but you have to do more to get less. And this is especially true in the world of creativity where to get good enough to be able to do just low output high, high quality activities, you need to put in a lot of reps to get really good at the thing. And so on the one hand, when I say do less, but better, depending on where you are in your journey, you might still be in that phase of do more, 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 more of that thing. Because I think quantity in the beginning is more important than quality, mainly because you don't have the ability to produce quality yet. So you need to do, you need to lean into the only variable that you can control, which is just putting out more because quantity will eventually lead to quality. And I think once you've established the ability to produce quantity with a little bit of quality, then it's time to start focusing on quality. And this is the do less, but better. Now you need to focus on just getting really high quality. And as a result, your quantity is probably going to dip a bit because now you're putting out higher quality work. But before you can even get to that high quality, you got to put in the quantity. Now, the magical spot that you should strive to get to is where now you can start layering in quantity with quality. So now you can do more better. 
And I think that's the way to get really great at, at an activity. Now, when I talk about doing less, but better for me this year, what that really means, it's less about the output of the work that I'm doing, because honestly, I put out a lot between this podcast, doing daily episodes, doing three to four episodes a week of multifamily investing, doing two videos per month of the Anthony Vecino YouTube channel, and just countless other newsletters that are going out as daily social media and like a daily Instagram video. Like there's a lot of content that's going out. So for me, it's not about doing less of that. It's it's doing less of the other things around life that don't fulfill me or move me towards my goals. So doing less of the admin, the emails, the, the back of the house stuff that I don't get enjoyment out of and doing more of the things that do, which is the creation process. Sitting here with you guys on this beautiful Monday afternoon in the, in the sun, talking to you guys and sharing some of my lessons and hoping it brings you a little bit of value. So that is today's lesson. It comes from uh, Rick Rubin. Less is more, but you have to do more to get less. I hope that brings you a little bit of value. Um, a sight to see you guys here as always. Uh, we'll be back around these parts tomorrow, but until then, just a happy folks, my friend. Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it.